Welcome back to River City 360. Robert Zirk here with you on location at Light, and I'm speaking with Tyler Pierce. She's the executive director of Light. Tyler, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you. So, First of all, introduce LIGHT to our listeners. Tell us a little bit about what LIGHT does. Sure. So LIGHT stands for Local Investment Toward Employment, and we create jobs. We create jobs for people who are really stuck outside of the labor market. And by creating jobs, we get them slowly involved in the labor market. And that, to us, is a big, important strategy to solve poverty. That's so important. And it's it's interesting because social enterprise is sort of a different... It's not exactly philanthropy, although it's kind of related in, in many ways because it does have that sort of social benefit and creating opportunities for people who may face a variety of barriers, as you said. Yeah, so Light supported social enterprises for a really long time. And social enterprises, for people that might not know, are businesses that have a community benefit and primarily a community benefit. So in Winnipeg, we have a lot of social enterprises that are interested in getting people into the labor market. Sometimes they're called... Uh, work integration, social enterprises, or WISE. Um, That's more policy talk than is maybe necessary. But basically, social enterprises are a new way to think about how can we do charity. Um, So instead of just giving money, you can buy something that you're buying anyway. And by doing that, you're supporting people who might really be stuck outside the labor market and need extra support to be able to get to work every day and, and really flourish in a workplace. It's, it's sort of the difference between giving a handout and giving a hand up. It really is. And it's funny that you, that you use that phrase because for a long, long time, that has been Light's catchphrase. We want to give a hand up to people into the labor market. For about 20 years, we've been doing that in two ways. We raise money to give out grants um, that are creating jobs out at community organizations. But we also raise money to make purchases. And those purchases are uh, about also creating jobs and economic opportunity. Um, many of their purchases will also be supporting small, very local businesses in Winnipeg's inner city. And that's all about making sure we're really helping the economy in this very impoverished area of our city be able to start to grow. We had the chance to go on a little tour of the building where Light is located and a lot of other different social enterprises and and local businesses. Um, It's a very unique space. Tell us a little bit about this building where we are. Sure. Well, the building is just north of Main and Higgins on the other side of the tracks. It's set back from Main Street, so almost no one sees it. But inside, there are 16 organizations. The majority of them have something to do with social enterprise. And there's probably... I would guess 200 people coming in and out of this building every day. The majority of them are people with barriers who are coming to work probably the first time in their lives. And they're really working on changing their lives and getting, you know, embedded in the labor market so that it becomes a part of their existence and about supporting their family. So it's it's a really incredible place. Um, you'd never know it from the outside because it's a three-story, very old building. Um, it's 30,000 square feet, just to give you a sense of how big this building is. But inside, it's, you know, these 16 organizations all really working with the community changing lives. What can you tell us about some of the organizations that are here? Because with those 16 organizations, there's a lot of cross collaboration. There's a lot of working together. Yeah. So the buildings are actually owned by two of the social enterprises. One is Build Inc., who's been around for a long time. And the other is Manitoba Green Retrofit, now now known as Purpose Construction. So those are two of Manitoba's largest social enterprises. They employ 
two to 300 people probably every year. And they're all about getting people who have barriers and barriers that are quite, you know, quite large, things like criminal records, no, um, no high school diploma, um, kids who are stuck in care. And it's really about getting them to work, getting them to have some skills. And so they, by owning the building, brought together people who might not otherwise think they have something in common. And so even though, for example, Light, as I said earlier, we do support lots of little small social enterprises. They're so small that they you can hardly sort of see them on the map of social enterprises. And so being more in contact with these larger ones is really helpful because I might be able to help one of the 16 social enterprises that I work with a year, uh, every year to solve a problem that they might have. Or by being in this building, I might, you know, have more contact with some of the trends that these social enterprises are experiencing. I might hear about the successes they're having, which, you know, can give us some ideas about where should we go? How should we grow? Um, So social enterprises as a movement is still fairly new. I mean, many social enterprises, you could name any thrift store that's been around you know for 30 years that's kind of a social enterprise um but as a larger movement uh, as a larger movement to say all kinds of businesses can be structured and have the purpose of benefiting a community exclusively that re- movement is is still quite young and so by being in this space together we're all learning together by being in this space together you know the one organization might only have one finance person well that person's kind of lonely and if they're trying to solve a problem which problems come up in in every job you have they might be able to just walk down the hall and find another finance person whereas if they were in a single building they wouldn't have that opportunity and especially i mean winnipeg is a pretty spread out city right so there would be otherwise 16 organizations kind of all over the place that may not really get that chance to to meet and have those quick questions or those spontaneous interactions where they can see what each other's doing. Yeah, so coming together is actually something that's really important if the social enterprise sector is going to continue to grow and flourish as it has been. Um, One of the projects that Light does actually is called Buy Social, and it's actually bringing social enterprises together. We had coffee at Fools and Horses a couple weeks ago, and really the purpose was just to make sure we're talking to each other because social enterprises are they're intent they're just like small businesses in many ways and so they're they're often dealing with things like you know price supply workers all the any problem that a business regular business um has they have and so it's really nice to actually talk to people who are in very similar circumstances but in this building we experience that we get to experience it every day which is really nice what would you say is your favorite thing about working with light? What's one thing that stands out to you in your work? Wow, that's a huge question because I love so much about this organization. You know, I we, we are a partner-based organization. So there's about 16 to 20 community-based organizations we work with. And every time I pick up the phone and I say, I call someone up and I say, we have this idea, we're thinking about doing this, what do you think? Um, the reception has always just been so amazing. And even though we were only able to get about very tiny little grants 
the people who are receiving those grants and then receiving the wages from them are so excited about them. They see so much value in them because the opportunities for you know wage-based programming in very impoverished places in Winnipeg is very it's very hard to come by. Um, and people who are working at the small community organizations we're supporting, they know that really what people need is a way to make income. And so that's what we're delivering. And then we're also with that partnership delivering the ability for that person to move on and 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 start working part-time right um so i think that's probably what i love the most is that we're this partnership-based organization and people will show up for us and we'll show up for them and and there's this understanding across all these organizations that of what community economic development is and we all might do things a little different because of who we're serving or why we're doing it but our parts all kind of work together and it, that's pretty fabulous. That's excellent. So the reason that the Winnipeg Foundation has been here this morning is to help out with a new light initiative called the Lightbox. Tell us a little bit about the idea behind the Lightbox and give us kind of an overview of, of what it is. The light box is what it sounds like. It's a box. And inside the box are eight gifts that are made by social enterprises or other community-based, local to the North End and the inner city businesses. But it's about helping them grow. It's about helping them reach maybe a market they haven't gone after. Maybe it's about helping them produce more of something than they ever have. So, and I'll tell you about one in here is a beautiful ornament. And it's by a very established business in Winnipeg's North End called Creations. They have paintings, mucklucks, star blankets, beautiful things. When I picked up the delivery yesterday from them, they said, you know, this was a real learning experience for us. We've never produced 200 of one thing ever before. And those are all hand-painted, 200 hand-painted ornaments. Wow. And they're absolutely gorgeous. Like, they are so beautiful. And they just have a, do they just have a really specialness to them? Like, because the bird is also so delicate, yet it's on a gold, flashy kind of ball. It's absolutely beautiful. But what they said to me and is they, they were so excited, A, when we made the order, but the experience of delivering the order for them was something that helped them as a business grow. And that helped grow their confidence. So now they know they can go to some other person that might be purchasing and say, we could deliver, you know, 200 of this to you and, and kind of do some more market development there, which is really exciting. So we have one of these light boxes in front of us right now. And so the first thing that we're noticing here, and I, it's <laughs> pretty hard to miss, is this beautiful multicolor felt that's sort of protecting everything inside. Tell us a little bit about this. This felt is from a mattress that's been recycled next door at Mother Earth Recycling. It is a post-post-consumer fabric, so it is actually, it's gray for the most part, but there's all kinds of threads, and that's because this is originally made from recycled cloth, and at Mother Earth Recycling, they recycle mattresses, so they completely take apart every mattress that they get, everything's heat-treated, and every component they are aiming to recycle. And so when we were putting our box together, we were looking for something to make sure the other items, which are breakable, are, we're going to stay safe, especially through the mail. We thought of her fabric. Lo and behold, we went over to look at the fabric because we didn't really look at the fabric before. And we were, we were struck by how beautiful it was. If you get something like this, you know, you remember those those items and you think, OK, what else do they have? Yeah. And also, I should say that included in the box is a big 
a brochure that will tell you about the people that made the box. So we also have cookies that were made by youth from Spence Neighborhood Association. We have a mug that was actually produced by Light, and that really is a fundraising piece for us. So for every box sold, there's $2 goes for our mug, which is helpful to make sure this project can continue. And then we have two beautiful jars, one of honey made by Bee Project, which is a local company. It's a family-owned company, but we included them in our box because they are very community-minded. So they're constantly out with schools and at organizations and other businesses telling them about bees and urban pollinators and, and how we should and can care for our pollinators. So we we thought, wow, this really fits because this is a different model of doing business. This is combining education as one of your main purposes and environmentalism as your main purpose of your business. And then the byproduct are these this wonderful, wonderful honey. And then uh, Lena Friesen, also known sometimes affectionately as the Blueberry Lady, she was a pioneer of Indigenous-owned businesses. She started probably 30 years ago. We know that she's a leader in thinking about doing business differently, obviously informed by her background as a First Nations woman, but also connecting the dots between people who are picking the blueberries. So all the blueberries are from like a larger family network who are in Northern Manitoba and bringing them and making this amazing, delicious product for people in Winnipeg. That's very cool. So, wow, lots of fantastic items that are all rolled into one and that all have a really great purpose and a really great story behind them. If any of our listeners want to purchase a light box for themselves, uh, how can they go about doing that? You can go to Light's website to find the link to the site to buy it. So Light's website is L-I-T-E, light.mb.ca, or you can go to shop.light.mb.ca to get directly to our site. Um, the box is retail for $75. Everything in here, if you were to buy it individually, is around 100 So it's actually, a, you're getting a discount by uh, buying the box. And, you know, what we've heard from people who have bought the box, some people are getting, getting fabulous gifts this year. They're getting a whole box. And some people are going to open the box and enjoy the cookies, which I totally support, and then re-gift some of the items, which is kind of a nice way to go about it as well. So Light has a couple of, uh, of special events coming up, the first one being tomorrow, a breakfast that's happening in the morning. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Well, the Wild Blueberry Pancake Breakfast is now in its 22nd year, and it was basically invented by our larger community. And the way it runs is we hire local caterers, so local community-based organizations are making all the food. And by doing that, we're supporting about 50 jobs for that day. We we expect around six to eight hundred people this year there's going to be a real focus on jigging and we're going to ask people to jig for jobs and so every time we raise twenty dollars we're going to get the master of the jig his name's ryan he's going to dance for five seconds so it's a lights major fundraiser and that starts at 7 a.m and runs to 10 a.m uh, tomorrow at 181 austin street north it's $20, $5 if you're low income, and um, yeah, you should come out, check it out. And then the following day, this Saturday, or 
perhaps later today if you're listening to the rebroadcast on Saturday morning, but there's a holiday market that Light is coordinating. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, it's called Light's Buy Social Holiday Market. It's in its second year and we have over 30 vendors coming. So we have people who are more established and then we have people who are very new and we want to bring them all together. We also have two groups who are coming because there's a kitchen, there's a full kitchen at the facility down the street at 181 Austin. And um, they're coming in, they're doing a little pop-up restaurant. So the Indigenous Women Healing Center, who we work with quite a lot, as well as Marymount's Youth Employment Project. They're both coming. They're going to offer hot, warm meals all day. So you can come. You can come to a maker station that's presented by CBC Manitoba. And we're also hoping, and if you're you're one of these people that likes to strum their guitar and knows a few songs, we're going to have an area on the stage where you can come and just do a little jam with people. So you're welcome to come and hang out all day and do all your shopping. We're opening at 10 a.m. and we're going all the way to 3. It is free. We're doing a suggested donation of 2 to $5 to light. And that will help us just cover our costs for the day. Fantastic. Anything else you'd like to mention before we go? Well, I did have to make a shout out to the Winnipeg Foundation. We didn't talk about this earlier, but... The Light Box Project would not have been possible without a sponsorship from the Winnipeg Foundation, and I'm so grateful for it. It just gave us enough to just get started, and it was it's the only thing that would have gotten us started. So I just want to say thank you very much. I also want to say thank you to Winnipeg Foundation staff who came out this morning and packed 50 of the light boxes. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. This box and Light and so many social enterprises are also powered by volunteers and I just want to say I'm making a heart sign you can't see it on the radio but that's what I'm doing and thank you so much Tyler thank you so much for speaking with me today about light and the light box and all the uh, wonderful upcoming events thank you so much